Hello and welcome to the MetaPod, a Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving Meta. Sean, the question of the day. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. I am, uh, I, I told you, I was telling Jake just before we started recording, I'm recovering from shot number three. I got my, my Pfizer booster. The weekend was rough, but I feel like I'm on the other side of that, uh, of that shot uh, side effects. So um, I'm still on the train of urging people, if you, if you haven't been vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you're eligible for a booster, what they do say is the booster will help prevent you from getting COVID. It'll re-increase that. But hospitalization um, is still low, even for those who only get two shots, right? So whatever you feel comfortable with. But um, I'm, I'm doing a little better. How about you, Jake? I am doing good. Before I talk about how my week went, I do want to mention, since we were on like vaccines and shots, make sure you're getting your flu shot. Flu season right around the corner. So definitely mark that. I got to go get mine tomorrow now that I'm back in town. Um, But apparently you can just like walk into your CVS or Walgreens or whatever. And it's just like a drop in and then you leave. So pretty easy. But I was out of town this weekend for volleyball. I was calling stats for a volleyball tournament. Oh, okay. Um, And so that was that was pretty. That was a lot of fun. I like doing volleyball. It's like one of my favorite sports to work. So was this was this a part of your like previous work that you like had to finish up or is this like actual like maybe the future of what Jake is doing thing? This was almost like freelance. Okay. So basically, like there's this big uh, invitational that's held every single year. And so like there was like 58 teams, 58 colleges that took part in it. So is completely massive. And so three times per day, you have 12 games going on at the same time. So you need at least 24 people running stats because you need two per game. And so I knew a guy because of what I've done in sports information and stuff. I knew the guy, one of the guys who was running it. And I said, hey, you know, I don't have a lot going on. I know volleyball really well. I can do it. So if you need people, let me know. I'm more than willing to hop over, especially because they paid for a hotel and stuff. Yeah. And so he called me up and he's like, hey, do you want to do it? I'll pay you this much. And I was like, bet I'll be there. And so it was basically freelance work, but um, it was also in the realm of what I've been doing yeah. in sports. So yeah, for those of you, yeah. for those of you who listen to the pod and you know, for whatever reason, don't follow Jake on, on the Twitter. Uh, I mean, you've known if you listen to the pod that Jake does work in the sports media. Uh, that's a very broad term, but it's the way that I basically like content creating, but yeah. sports. <laughs> um, and so that is something that Jake is personally focusing on uh, for their career. Uh, mm in the next, you know, a few months to a year. So uh, pulling, we're all pulling for for you, Jake. Yeah, hoping to get a job sooner rather than later because I kind of, I love my parents, but I don't <laughs> want to be in the basement anymore. You know, I, I kind of want to get out. I want to go somewhere. But you know where we are going to go, Sean, today in the Metapod? We're going to talk a lot about not only the future because there was some things announced, some things leaked, some things shown that I think are kind of cool and I think will interest a lot of people of our listeners. And then for the last couple of weeks, we've gotten a lot of people commenting, saying, hey, you guys should cover some expanded. You guys should talk about some expanded. It's been a while since you've done that. And so Sean and I, not necessarily a meta talk, 
of Expanded, but we feel like it would be really good to give kind of an intro of what's going on right now. Staple cards, some of the decks that people are talking about, trying some of the stuff that you'll see in the results um, to get a lot of people interested and maybe, you know, kind of give you an idea of what you should be going for or maybe some decks that you can build as well if you want to try to jump into Expanded. But Sean, yes. before any of that, as always, well, actually, no, before that, oh. Sean, I, I have another little like <laughs> shout out thing for those of you that can see on YouTube and stuff. Sean sent me this wonderful care package that I got that he showed the other day or last week. You showed this last week on the yeah. pod, right? USPS coming through. USPS coming through. Sean sent me an extra full art professor's research that he got. Excellent, beautiful card. This is actually full art supporter, Sean, number 120. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been seeing your collection grow on your, your Twitter. Yeah, uh, I recently traded like $400 in store credit. And so I bought like eight full arts the other day, just traded a bunch. And I still have like $100 left for $5 buy-ins <laughs> and any other supporter that comes that way. But Sean also sent me one of these celebrations full art uh, Pikachus. One of the Chonkachus, the old Chonkachu, and then a set of Caterpie Metapod Butterfree pins so that I can rep a Metapod pin whenever I look fancy. Mm -hmm. So that's a that's a big shout out to Sean right there. Sean, thank you. Yeah. Thank you again. Yeah. Um, but what I was first alluding to and then ruin the transition, we're going to go into the five star review that we got. We've actually gotten several five star reviews lately now at 62 reviews overall so thank you so much for the push of 60 we're trying to get to 100 so if you're on apple podcasts or whatever and that's how you listen please make sure to leave a review whether it's five stars or one stars we'd love to hear your feedback and how you feel about the pod even maybe pose a question in there for sean and i to talk about but this review is from uh craw wheels i think is how you say it five star review titled great podcast exclamation point exclamation point exclamation point the trifecta in there just got back into the tcg after a break during covid great resource for players of all skill levels sean the old the new the young the veterans the rookies not even even people who don't play in general we even talk a lot about collection stuff we're yeah. We're for all, Sean. We're for all. Mm -hmm. Yes, we. I mean, it's always good to see like that that we are useful to people, whether they're new or they're getting back into it, right? Like, I think you and I both are going through a lot of like back and forth of like we're in it and we're kind of out, like all throughout the pandemic. A lot of life stuff going on yeah. too. So, but I mean, that's why this episode was like the perfect timing to talk about expanded, which we'll do later, uh, because Jake has been playing in some expanded tournaments, so. Yeah, always good to to see that y'all are y'all are with us on this journey. Yeah, I've been trying to do a lot more expanded because well, the more sets that are coming out in standard, I don't I don't have the cards. Like I can't build Corviknight, <laughs> I can't build a lot of the Evolving Skies VMAX yeah. decks. So expanded has been an interesting playground to jump back into, and I'm actually going to play some Legacy here soon, Sean. Uh, okay. The car, the carps and rats just announced that they're going to hold a uh, legacy tournament on Saturday. 
um, before mean, PTCGO rotates into PTCG Live. I was going to say, you better do it now, right? Because otherwise... Yeah, this, is uh, the last, this is the last, probably one of the last legacy tournaments ever. Yeah. Um, also... And legacy, legacy ladder is hard to play because there's a lot of genting, mm. uh, which is illegal, by the way, on PTCGO. If you don't know what genting is, it's where if you win the coin flip, the other person scoops. Oh, and is it just because that's of how the- people donk decks what? is it because of donk decks or no it's not because of donk it's just to complete ladder really really fast and get mm-hmm. like uh rewards really really fast so like people will people on legacy not only does it take forever to legacy to queue up into a game but half the time you're getting people that if you win the coin flip they'll just scoop because they're like okay next game whatever yeah. or next one but it's i i don't recommend doing it <laughs> But whatever, Sean. But you know what I do recommend, Sean? What? I recommend looking at the new upcoming cards of the Pokemon's 25th anniversary. So, Sean, if you do not know, this is the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. We just got celebrations. We just got a wonderful, wonderful holiday set that was really cool. You opened up a lot of cards on your twitch stream excellent excellent stuff and now they have revealed on the pokemon 25 music website um just the other day three new pokemon cards three new pokemon v cards that are coming in promotion cards that kind of run with the pokemon 25 music soundtrack that has come out and they've you know released a couple songs here and there throughout 2021 and the 25th anniversary it is j balvin v sean j balvin v i believe is a i want to say portuguese i think that's the like it's either like spanish or portuguese um that this artist is interesting i would i would not know but portuguese i guess the um if it's Portuguese, it wouldn't surprise me Colombian, because I know I'm that sorry. It's Colombian. I just Colombian. looked it up. There we go. Well, never. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Colombian uh, artist. Another one as well is Post Malone V. So Post Malone was kind of one of the first people that were announced with the Pokemon 25 music collaboration and soundtrack and things like that. And I find it to be very interesting because Pokemon usually stays away from tattoos and for those of you who have not seen Post Malone, he's inked up from the feet up, I will say. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this is one of those cards that I think this is a, this whole promotion is all run out of the West. So I don't think any aspect of this promotion would be in Japan, which is where the tattooist would probably be an issue. Um, yeah. It, it'll, I do think it'll be interesting because I don't know if you remember the Mike Tyson, um, tattoo controversy about like the tattoo the person that owned the copyright to the tattoo was the tattoo artist and not mike tyson so like when somebody tried to copy mike tyson's tattoo there was obviously like none of that's going to be an issue i don't think with post malone but but yeah it is it is it is kind of interesting to see this on a official card yeah it's very i think it's pretty cool i think it's pretty cool card but the number one card in my opinion sean out of the trio that has been announced. Katy Perry V. Now, personally, I like Post Malone more than Katy Perry, but this card, Sean, this promo card coming out is absolutely 
beautiful. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. It's for those of you who maybe can't see it. Katy Perry's on a beach with Pikachu smiles, bright colors, some yellow, got some beautiful blues in there with the sky and overseeing the ocean and stuff. Pikachu's got the little heart tail that it's either a female Pikachu or it's an event Pikachu. For those of you that like Pokemon lore and the gender differences in Pokemon. But uh, I believe these cards are not going to be playable because they don't have regulation marks. Yeah. And also, one thing I will point out it, it, that is interesting. I'll, I wonder if these are their favorite Pokemon. Because Katy Perry, they gave Pikachu. Um, they may have given them a few Pokemon to choose from. But Post Malone gets Butterfree and Dragonite here, which is cool. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, a little bit more unusual in terms of, like, the Pokemon that you would pair. And then uh jay balvin uh getting charizard actually a pretty cool illustration of charizard if i'm honest with you yeah i will agree it's probably one of the better like ultra rare charizards that we've got in terms of art because it also it has a very hand-drawn feel which i don't think the charizard arts get nearly as often um Mm -hmm. so this kind of has like that hand-drawn almost airbrushy kind of feel to it which is interesting You know what's also interesting about these cards is the set numbers, Mm. Sean. If you look at the different set numbers of these cards, they're in kind of like a weird, wacky type of order. That is because the set numbers are actually the artist's birthday, Sean. So Katy Perry's birthday is October 25th. So if you look on her card, it'll be uh, number 10 out of 25 Post Malone. His birthday is on July 4th, so 7-4 on his card. And then Jay Balvin's birthday is May 7th, so it's 5-7. So a really, really cool, in my opinion, little like tidbit, extra Easter egg type thing in there. Yeah, I mean, my my thought here is that these are going to be one of those special promotion cards that they'll give out to the artist and people that worked on the campaigns, like the like the the PR campaign, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. And they've done this in the past. This isn't the first time that there are exclusive cards that are made just for a very small number of people. Um, and so if these ever go for sale anywhere, I think they will fetch a very high price given the nature of the card. Uh, but Jake, what do you think? So Jay Balvin has actually posted a picture of the real card, like him holding the Uh, real card on his Instagram. So we do know that there are copies coming out. It seems that the artists receive one for themselves, at least. We don't know much more about that. You know, if it's coming out to the public or anything like that. But I would think, in my opinion, that this comes in some sort of promotion with the soundtrack So like you buy a physical copy of the soundtrack, whether that's pre-ordering from like Pokemon Center's website or, you know, you go to your like Best Buy or wherever you buy CDs from. Do people even buy CDs anymore? That's that's (laughs) that's why I'm like, I'm I'm trying to. So I just pulled up uh, like the Pokemon 25th music sort of website here. They have a virtual concert. They have the cards here. What is this? What does this website say? Katy Perry, they have this card. But like it doesn't tell you any way to get it. So maybe Yeah, it says get the album here. 
but I think it's free, right? The album is free. I, know, I mean, that's why I think that there's going to be some sort of promotion with it. Because it says there will be CD formats. You can get it for free if you have like Spotify or iTunes or any yeah. of these other subscriptions that you do. Right. But it it also says CD formats as well in that little description. So it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, it came in those. I just uh, yeah, I am wondering like how. Because at least with the Katy Perry, it may be like, you know how Pokemon Center does the special delivery Charizard and the, the Bidoof and everything? Maybe it's if you order the special 25th anniversary music-related items, you'll get one of these promos at random. Um, and, you know, or maybe, you know what I really love that companies like Bandai actually does this, and it, if it's not for a playable card, I actually think it's really nice. They actually will create custom promotional packs that you don't know which one you're going to pull out of it. And if it's like a single card promo pack, like that would also be a really cool way to distribute these cards if they get distributed. Um, yeah, I guess it just depends on production. Like, do they actually want to make like the <laughs> packs themselves? Yeah. And whatever and all that jazz. But I just hope these cards get released to the public. I think this would be kind of actually really cool cards to add to the collection. I'm surprised, though, that there's no like 25th anniversary stamp anywhere. Or like anything indicating the 25th anniversary or like, I mean, there's the there's the set logo for like the 25th anniversary soundtrack. But like, I I felt like there would be a little bit more of something about the 25th anniversary. Yeah, it is a little I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's that's honestly it's part of the reason why I think that, you know, I lean on these not being. I don't know though. They're they're promoting the cards so much. Do you know what I mean? Where like yeah, it makes me think like why create like why have an artist commissioned to make all of these things just to have an image on a website and maybe like print one or two cards? It seems like there was a lot of work because normally with these types of promotional things they don't advertise it even right. Like the mm-hmm. um the founder of the the person who runs the Pokemon company. Um, I cannot remember their name for the life of me, but for his birthday, I think it's 50th birthday, they made a GX card for him. Mm-hmm. And But it's not like they made a whole press release with like GX card as part of their celebration of whatever. They just did it, and then people found out about it, and they are worth a lot of money. But like, it just feels like this is almost too promotional for it to stay small, but I, I don't know. I agree. I hope it comes someday, Sean. I, yeah. I just I really hope it comes because that Katy Perry card, I need... The Katy Perry card. But for (laughs) most other people that like Pokemon, whether you're a competitive or a collector, you may have on your list some Fusion Strike cards that you want to get. So just the other day, I I saw this from Talonite X on Twitter. I I still can't believe you're in light mode, Sean, on Twitter. You absolute monster. But the ETB package, Sean, you know, the ETB kind of set list. It's a little like pamphlet that tells you a bit about the game, tells you a little bit about what you're getting in the ETB and the potential cards. So you could have like a checklist per se of it. Some images leaked of the ETB card list over on. I I was assuming this is probably originally from like Reddit or Discord server or something, but we're just seeing it on Twitter here and we're seeing these secret rares 
in here. So it's not the best quality pictures, but you can tell exactly what's in it. And some of the most notable cards that Sean and I want to talk about that are going to, that are now confirmed in Fusion Strike are three different VMAX cards. Sean, first two, Inteleon and Gengar VMAX, the Rapid Strike Inteleon VMAX and Gengar Single Strike VMAX that we've been waiting for to uh, get our hands on. And uh, Sean, I like these two in this set, to be honest. You mean Espeon VMAX, right? Well, that's the oh, that's okay. the third one. Ah, okay, okay. Where's the is the Inteleon the one right up here? Yes, the Inteleon is right above gotcha. the Espeon. So yeah, the the alternate arts in particular, uh, mm-hmm. for those of you who are listening. So yeah, like you may have remembered we talked about it. You may have seen pictures of them floating around. But yeah, the alternate art Gengar VMAX, the one where he's got his mouth wide open and he's like basically swallowing the universe. Um the Inteleon one, it's really hard to see what it looks like in this picture. I'm not as familiar with that. Basically, Gigantamax Inteleon. So if you don't know what mm-hmm. that is, it's basically Inteleon sitting on top of a very long, like, pole mm-hmm. or whatever and doing, like, a little sniper thing because Inteleon is a little sniper James Bond type deal. So that's basically what the that's basically what okay. the card is. Um. And at least the Gengar, I think the Gengar VMAX, that art came in like a special like set that you had to buy in Japan. And there was the question of like, when will it come out in America and et cetera, et cetera. Will it be, because what Pokemon has done in the past is sometimes some of those like special set cards will come out like the Trevenant Dusknoir, right? Mm-hmm. Where like it comes out as its own box product. But um, nope, this alternate art is going to be just in the set. Same with the Inteleon one. Um, yeah, I believe the, those were both um, VMAX decks in Japan. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are two like relevant VMAX decks. I think Inteleon, I think people are a little bit more excited about than Gengar uh, GMAX, but Gengar is still cool in my opinion. I think it's pretty neat and it's a dark type Pokemon that's hitting in and with Shadow Riders and um whatchamacalls it what's that one pokemon uh dragapult yes mm. dragapult running amok right now on standard um it's a viable counter in my opinion because you have like those houndooms and stuff so i think it has some validity in the format as well sean uh jake this is actually something i'm just realizing are there any other arts of that gengar or that inteleon that exist um are you talking about well, I mean, we don't know through the uh, through the little list that we got. We don't know about like V's and VMAXs. It doesn't say in the set list that Inteleon Rapid Strike V has a full art, well, right? The in- well, the reason I ask is mostly because because I think they wouldn't create a special art just for the English version, right? Mm-hmm. And so. These are all listed here in that sort of hyper rare slot, like the alternate art slot. But if the Gengar VMAX and Inteleon VMAX don't have, have they been printed in any other form or are they, because if this is the only way to get them, they'll be. I know know Inteleon V um, is a thing, but I don't think there's a Gengar V at all right now. Well, no, I, yeah, I mean like Gengar V, but there is Inteleon V's, and I don't know if Inteleon Rapid Strike V Max specifically has to evolve from Inteleon Rapid Strike V, right? Because the regular Inteleon V is uh, just a normal 
Pokemon. There's no uh, rapid or single strike attached to it. But I, I feel like it would be dumb to not have a like regular Inteleon V or Gengar V or whatever that also comes in the set if you're releasing these V Maxes. Oh no, no. I think I think what I'm saying, Jake, is the V Max specifically. Like you know how Rapid Strike Urshifu has two different arts for the V Max. Yeah two arts not a different card so these are these considered alternate art versions of the v maxes i think they are yeah i'm pretty sure they are considered alternate arts and the, the question i had is if there are not if there are not other arts though because i don't think the gengar v max has another art and if the only way you can pull the Gengar VMAX is in the alternate art slot of a box opening, that means that getting one of these is going to be four times as hard as a regular VMAX. No, I mean, there is a Gengar VMAX regular art. Oh, okay. So that's like, that, that was in, me It not came in the, uh, the VMAX high class decks where they're from in Japan. Okay, so that we were we're expecting that to be, I, I assume, in the set, the regular art versions too. Okay. Yeah, it's just that there's no there's no V full art or oh, V yeah, alternate art as well, which I think is kind of weird that the V's are not getting at least a full art, right? Because mm-hmm. usually the V's get full arts and stuff. But I guess if they're getting alternate art V maxes, then okay. They had to but the them. other one, Sean, is Espeon VMAX, the sleeping Espeon VMAX that was a promo as part of EV Heroes. Very, very cool. Just glossing over that. Very, 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 very cool card. Absolutely popular. People love this card. People want more of this card. I absolutely love it. But some other cards for those of you on YouTube who may have seen Sean gloss over that maybe we want to talk about the beautiful these were chilling rain promos, right? Yeah, yeah, the Celebi and the Santaconda. Yeah, I can't remember what the Japanese names were for the sets, but if you pre-ordered uh, the the Shadow Box or whatever that was called, I don't even remember at this point, you got either the Celebi or the Santaconda, and then if you got the Ice Box, you got the other one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously we we've talked about the Radiator Sandaconda before. Uh, Sean's favorite alternate art ever. But yeah, it's cool. I mean, I think it's interesting in general that they have decided to print all of these just as part of the set instead of what Pokemon has been doing more recently, which is creating custom boxes for all these various promotional cards from Japan. Um, uh, yeah, I, it's yeah, we'll see. I'll be interested to see what the holiday set. Well, I'm getting way ahead of myself for sure, but what the holiday set next year is going to be, because I I have a feeling like there's not a lot of cards for us to pull from. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's not a lot of. It's not like tag all stars where they had all of these new like full art supporters and gold pokemon and an alternate art pokemon and yeah. things like that that we could expect or choose from or see possibly potentially put in the set but yeah, yeah we, be... we got we got shining fates which has a lot of v cards that are in shiny form already so it's like i you know and usually those would be the kind of cards that might make it into those holiday sets so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting another thing that i want to point out is that quick ball is getting an alternate art 
in Fusion Strike as well. Confirmed it's on one of those pages um, that the picture was posted, but it's got a deregulation mark. So that is the original mark of quick ball. So when the sword and shield base set quick ball rotates pretty much this quick ball as well from Fusion Strike will also rotate because they're going from they're going from sets to regulation marks now. So every card essentially has a regulation that so quite interesting that they printed this card so late sean d regulation mark how do you feel about it uh i mean part of me is like i think it opens up a it's the benefit of this is you can create alternate art versions of things in the future for cards that are popular and standard uh and not worry about rotation because of the regulation mark because before for those of you who've only been you know part of the game since Sword and Shield, uh, before the way it worked was you have to like, it went by set. So like, oh, Celestial Storm onwards or, or whatever the set might be. Um, so it would force the Pokemon company to not create alternate art versions of cards in future sets because then they would have the, the set mark that would not potentially rotate with it. And so that kind of hamstrung the Pokemon company a little bit. But this obviously opens them up, up to creating a variety of different alternate arts in the future. I think another example of that, which I'm a little actually quick ball, I'm not sad about, but Professor's Research, any of you who've been paying attention have also maybe noticed every Professor's Research that had been printed has the deregulation mark as well. So even though we now have, what, how many full art? Two full art researches and like two other researches that are like really interesting in juniper and in even that willow right mm -hmm. we have four researches to choose from in terms of if you want to build your deck and bling it out or whatever all of those have the deregulation mark which means all of them will rotate so it's a bit of a blessing and a curse because i think professor's research is the kind of supporter that because of the way they named it i expected to become a de facto staple but um clearly that is not the case yeah, I mean, and also Professor's Research Oak Full Art, $5 card officially now down to $5. So if anybody wants one, if you want it, I think now is the time to maybe bite it. Yeah. Before, I, be, well, I mean, I think there's more waves of celebrations probably sure, incoming because they're going to print the heck out of this set. Um, but I would say before 2022, go and try to try to get this full art. If you want it for your collection, your full art supporter yeah. binder. Like myself, Sean, um, I actually want to look now boss's orders. I think is boss's orders also like the same Mark D D. Yeah, they're both both D. Lysander and uh, Giovanni is is deregulation marks. And that honestly, it's a little now. What they could do is they could, if they print something with the same name, the way that Pokemon Company usually does things is, um, like, you can play an Ultra Ball from 15 years ago. Or even, like, you know, I think people have played, um, like, Energy Switch or Energy Retrieval or, you know, some cards from, like, base set. You can play, like, Switch from base I set. I play Switch base sets. Right. Because it's the same card. Uh, there is literally no difference. Um and that's allowed. So they could print an E-regulation mark boss's order or an E-regulation mark professor's research, and it would be equally playable as all the... And you, then you could play all the old ones too. But 
it's interesting the fact that they have printed things much further into the future and still not change the regulation mark. Mm-hmm. Which that that's a little strange, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, maybe the next format, Sean, starts out where we have no research or boss. And or Marnie. Marnie. Yeah. What is if your Marnie draw supporter? Some sort of reprint. Buy your full art hops now. <laughs> My gosh. That I don't awful. even I think that full art hop is like less than three dollars. I always saw the other day. Doesn't get the it's waifu $1. tax. 80 cents. It doesn't get the waifu tax. It doesn't have any playability. It's all trash all the time. It is, though, the best rival in any Pokemon game, and I will die <laughs> on this hill. I will fight all of you for that statement. But, Sean, I'm going to be fighting people to get these upcoming cards that have been revealed during the Kyoto Champions League. We kind of glossed over this the other week. I think we mentioned um, this for like a brief minute on a pod in previous weeks, but because this was kind of a slower news week, um in terms of pokemon tcg news i wanted to bring this back because these are going to feature some of probably my favorite cards i would say because v max climax was revealed during the live stream of the kyoto champions league i mentioned and there were some secret rares revealed as well character rares are coming back through the secret rare section of v max climax in japan coming soon and if you don't know what a character rare is remember in cosmic eclipse where we had these secret rare pokemon cards they were pokemon that you play on the field and stuff but they were combined with trainers and they were like full art cards the same thing is coming back in uh v max climax coming soon and i these are my favorite cards sean dream league it's my favorite pokemon set of all time even if it is a japanese pokemon set and i can't play with any cards from there i love these character rare cards they're so beautiful they're so well done i love the trainers with them i love the silver borders <laughs> as well well we're not going to get those here they're going to be yellow yeah, border I mean, here yeah, uh, Cosmic Eclipse was a set that was moved into English and those had yellow borders. And there's only like one or two cards from the nine character rares, I think, that work with yellow borders. And it's like yeah. Mimikyu and Acerola because Mimikyu is also yellow and red and Pikachu because Pikachu is yellow. Yeah. Anyways, Sean, there are four here. I'll name them all off and then you let me know. Well, actually, there's kind of five. Well, there are I will five say that have been revealed arts. Yeah. right now, but I'll I'll name them off for people who are not watching on YouTube. And then uh, you let me know which one you're going to go after if, you know, you can get your hands on this. So the first one, we got Flaffy and Eliza, which this Flaffy is the 90 HP Flaffy. I think it's the same Flaffy. Yes, that is the dynamotor one so accelerating energies so that is very very cool in my opinion if that comes out in uh standard because i love flaffy i like that card a lot n and zekrom is another one i I cannot i just look up this card just look it up just look it up that's well that's all i'm gonna say gardevoir and a doctor so in pokemon sword and shield there is actually a trainer 
a, a doctor nurse type trainer that has a Gardevoir. So that's kind of where this character pair comes from and may seem like it's random to a lot of people. I think this is the same Gardevoir um, that was printed. I can't remember the set, but it has it's the stage two with the ability of drawing two cards um and then like attaching energies if you have if you get an energy off of those two cards so that is pretty cool in my opinion and then the last one is eevee and bill eevee very popular very cute pokemon doesn't surprise me bill bill gets a lot of cards i feel like you know been around since day one in the pokemon trading card game but also has like a couple full arts like like uh bills maintenance uh, like there's yeah. i was looking at my full art supporters and checking prices the other day like bills analysis bills uh maintenance kind of interesting sean i mean there's also just bill i think it is in um, the original base set draw two mm -hmm. cards <laughs> even from the from the og days just bill has been bill has been bill has been a face that we've seen many many times but Sean, out of these four, at least, because these are technically listed as the character rares, um, just character rares. We'll we'll get into a little bit more in a second. Which is the one that you want, Sean, out of this? I mean, for collection purposes, the the Zekrom with N. I mean, I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> it's just like I hope they make a playmat of this art. This is gorgeous. Like there. There are some, like, you know, some of the full arts out there are also amazing, blah, blah, blah. But this is, like, can you turn this into sleeves? Can you turn this into a deck box? Can you turn this into, like, just get me this art anywhere and everywhere. It's so good. Yeah, this art is done by Akira Agawa, who, in the past, if you're trying to think of, like, the art style... Did Blaziken VMAX in mm. Chilling Rain? Did Lucario V, Tapu Koko V? So for those of you that are listening, it's kind of that art style of N riding on Zekrom and going like through the clouds, basically just brushing up past the clouds in the sky. And it's it, it's absolutely breathtaking. Like that's easily. Well, I don't know. There's the Gardevoir waifu tax because some of y'all are weird and make make some weird art of Gardevoir out there, but you know what, power to you, whatever. But this N in Zekrom has to be like the most expensive out of these four, I would say. Well, it'll be interesting because I do remember the Cosmic Eclipse cards. If you were to buy like a couple boxes, you would probably end up pulling two or three copies of almost every card because they're not, mm -hmm. they weren't, at least in, in the English version, the character cards were placed in the reverse slot i believe it was or yes yeah i'm pretty sure they were in the ver reverse hollow slot and you know they weren't really that hard to pull you you'd usually get between four and eight a box um so the pull rates were pretty high and with only four sort of options you know that we know of as that, of right that's now. true that we know of there could be more there were more in the cosmic eclipse set um uh, but you know I think that this may end up not in English being the most expensive just because of, I think that Flaffy, from a playability perspective, the one thing that was um, a little sad with the original character arts was Pikachu was somewhat played in the, um, there was like a Raichu Nuzzle. deck. Yeah, in Nuzzle, exactly. So Pikachu had some play in Nuzzle, but it's still kind of a rogue deck. 
And outside of Nuzzle, none of the cards, like maybe the Excadrill, like you could play the Excadrill and Excadrill Control. But again, good deck, but broadly speaking, very niche. It's uh, definitely rogue. Yes. But this, this Flaffy, because of its ability of being able to attach energy from the discard, like all you have to do is look back at Malamar to know that like attach energy from discard once per turn is a broken ability. And if there are partners that exist for this Pokemon, this Pokemon will be played. So, and it is today already played. So mm -hmm. this one could see a lot of play. And is the, it, I think it's really nice. It'd be a great way to bling out a deck, right? So. Oh yeah. Like your Rayquaza VMAX deck, Sean, if you want to jump on that, you got your character <laughs> rare Flaffies. You got your alternate art Rayquaza oh. VMAX. Like, your your shiny crowbat maybe if you got one of those yeah. in there like you you are to the moon yeah so i mean that's what i like about this one from a playability is like one of the cards at least is just highly playable so mm -hmm. that's exciting there is going to be a new rarity as part of vmax climax it is called character super rare Sean, the only card that we know as of right now that is going to be that, you guessed it, it's Pikachu VMAX. Pikachu VMAX and red. Pikachu VMAX getting like its eighth art, I think. It's like, it's probably not eight, it's probably a little bit lower than that, but I would put money on like five. I like there are just a ton of Pikachu VMAX cards, and this is going to be a new one coming out as well with that deregulation mark. Sean, we've talked about the yeah. deregulation mark time and time again. What? I'm so confused. What um what Pikachu VMAX is this? Because is this the one where you discard all the energy and it does 150 more? The original Pikachu VMAX, right? I think that's what it is. Because I think we maybe when this first was when they first announced VMAXs, um that was one of the you know first two sets, I think, that Pikachu VMAX mm -hmm. came out in. And yeah, we did talk like many moons ago about this card and we're like ah 270 is just not enough it's not enough and you have to discard all your energy and how you getting it back so this one it is it is that pikachu v max yeah. by the way i mean it's pretty much it's the only g g max pikachu in format there's just different arts of it and then there's the celebrations pikachu v maxes yeah. but this is yes this is the one that came out in vivid voltage so i mean it's a cool card uh the artwork is absolutely nuts mm -hmm. so that that is Mm, choice i would assume that this the like a super character rare i don't know if this is going to be true but i have a feeling that this is also going to be in like the reverse hollow spot that that would be <laughs> i you know i mean look at like hidden fates and shining fates a lot of those shiny pokemon were in the reverse hollow spot and if we That's look true. at the rest of the set this set is mainly vmax climax going to be reprints you know, you got Rayquaza, Duraludon, the Urshifus, the the horses. You know, it's going to be a big reprint set. So, like, uh, with those in the past, um, what's the shiny star V? Yeah. In Japan, you know, the shinies were in the, the second card from the back, I think. You're right. In terms of you did, like, the card trick. And then the, the regular, like, reprinted card was at the end or the reverse hollows at the end. I can't exactly remember, but... I, I mean, I could see this going either way, like being in English, at least in the reverse hall slot or like the rare spot, because it is like a VMAX super rare. But it does say character 
super rare. So I think that's kind of interesting as well. You know, we just talked about like, what's the shiny set next year going to be? It's this, it's this, this is to a degree, like this will feed into that, but it'll be interesting. Like I, in the Japanese, you're right. I do think that will be in the, like that extra slot, but in English, I can't imagine whatever set this comes out in. I think that will be in a main slot. Whereas these will be in a, secondary slot if they keep to their old habit i think unless there's more unless there's more super character rares this will come in a promotional box Hmm. the pikachu at least you might be right but i mean that means there will be multiple pikachu v maxes in promotional slots which is kind of kind of strange how many charizard boxes have we got (laughs) you know what that's fair enough fair enough one other thing i wanted to say now that i'm just realizing this this is v max climax this is coming out. When is this coming out? This year, I'm assuming, right? November, um, November 5th. I think it said November 5th, but I you keep talking about what you want. I'll look it up. Yeah, I think it's November 5th. So this implies that the V mechanic is being uh, retired this year. It says December, by the way. December 2021. Okay. December 3rd in Japan. That that there's an implication there that the V mechanic and the V Max mechanic in Japan is ending in December of this year. This will be the final set. So the question becomes: It sounds like, well, but there isn't there an Arceus V. There is an Arceus V promo that's coming out with the with, with the distribution of Pokemon Legends Arceus that's coming in February. I am so like if they're sunsetting the VMAX mechanic with VMAX Climax, which maybe they're not, but that's what that implies. I mean, they did it with Tag All Stars, right? In the the GXs, but like we don't know what's supposed to come out after, and I would assume that the next thing is in some form going to relate back to, you know, Legends Arceus, right? So, but why print a V card with Legends? Oh, I guess you can't have a promo announced before you announce, you know what I mean? Like people want to pre-order. This is all very confusing. (laughs) I will say gen nine Pokemon games are going to be coming soon because this year we got this year, we got uh, remakes of diamond and pearl coming in just a couple weeks. Actually, I think it's like a month away. And then I think next year is the next gen Pokemon games. I'll be interested to see if legends Arceus is meant to be a nod towards what they think of next gen Pokemon games. I don't, I'm not a huge Pokemon game person, so I don't have the history to know if that holds water. Like, but it seems like Legends Arceus is a pretty big departure. Um, it is, but I mean, it's a spinoff game. I mean, you think about mm-hmm. the different like spinoff games that they've had Mystery Dungeon, Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon Conquest, mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu things like that. So they've always had like, they've always had like different spinoff games. This is just the one that people I think are most excited about um, because they think it's breath of the wild, but it's not. No, but I guess that's why I'm like, I don't know. It seems like too many games too quickly. If, if they release in one year, one calendar year, three new Pokemon games, that seems a bit aggressive, doesn't it? I mean, when you're like one of the biggest franchises in, in the world and you have all these companies making stuff for you, you I don't know, small uh, indie company Pokemon is, you know? Yeah, that's true. But 
Well, anyways, there should be lots. Of, I, I expect there actually to be lots of news maybe in the next month or so about whatever the post-V world might look like. I mean, I feel like that would come out at like worlds, right? Well, normally it would have, but there was no worlds, right? So that's true. What was there? What was what was there would be worlds announcement this year? There hasn't been one. I mean, I think this year, the only things that have been announced, there's all the celebration stuff. That's what this year has been focused on. That's uh, true. So I guess the only comparative that Jake and I weren't around during this w- window of time is when Evolutions came out, because Evolutions was the end of the XY era. And so yeah. in a year where there was that much news, um, and then they came out with the GX Pokemon in the following sets, what, how did they manage that announcement schedule? But neither you or I was... Um, in the realm of Pokemon TCG at that point. That would be a question that we'd have to ask like Celios network yeah, or something or someone that's been around for a while. But if you've been around for a while, mm-hmm. you may have dabbled a little bit in a different format that is not standard or theme. Sean, let's talk about some expanded. So as I mentioned at the beginning of this pod, we've gotten uh, several people asking us, to do a little bit on expanded and talk about the expanded format and things like that. And although this is not necessarily going to be like a meta talk, usually how we do in standard, we're going to base this off of a lot of people, maybe not having done a lot of expanded before prior to today at the time of this recording. So we're going to give you a bunch of staple cards first, and then we're going to show off and talk about some deck lists that are going on right now that maybe you want to play or be able to work towards building. So Sean, we are also going to be giving, I should say as well, we're going to be giving prices on TCG players. So like I've been playing in expanded locals. I did uh, just yesterday, actually at the time of this recording played in some expanded locals. And so if you also want to play in expanded locals at your local shops or events or whatever is going on, We'll give you prices as well because some of these cards are expensive. Mm. Some of these cards are real cheap. Yep. So we'll give you the lowdown on them, Sean. But what's the first one that you want to talk about? I mean, the first one is probably the most expensive, uh, and that is Computer Search. Now, the benefit of this card um, is that this is an ace spec. And ace specs, for those of you who don't know, they're like prism stars. And for those of you who also don't know what prism stars are, uh, they are like gold stars and for those of you who know (laughs) basically it's this mechanic pokemon has had over the years where they have a specific kind of rarity or card where you can only have one of that you know one of a a card like that in a deck um maybe v union is this era's one like it's technically four Mm. cards that make one but you can only have one of that one in your deck um but yeah this is computer search it's a very powerful card um it is actually a reprint of the original base set computer search it's kind of a reprint because in the original base set you can have more than one computer true. search but true, this true. one is as we mentioned with being an a spec you can only have one a spec card in a deck so you can only have one computer search i you know what i would love to, and so the reason this is so expensive for everybody out there because it's an a spec it is a special rarity which makes it expensive also and also, basically, if you have one, it's played in every expanded deck. It's just too good of a card. It's an auto-include. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
It's also a, the problem with the A specs was, and we've talked about this, they warp a lot. And, you know, if you want a not damaged, not overly warped version of this card that you can play legally and not get like, you know, a uh, game loss, a game loss because you're marked cards. Yeah, um, they they just are crazy expensive. I mean, I almost would I would love if they're going to keep this in standard. I would actually love for a Pokemon company to be like, hey, guys, any computer search card from the past you can play as a one of in your deck like. I'm reading the text here and having played a lot of um, like base to fossil format, it's the exact same card. Uh, the only difference is like a, like a small text there. If you can't discard two cards, you can't play the card like mm-hmm. fine, but like just make a little errata that says you can play an alternate art and it still counts. That would be such an easy fix for the price on this. I will say, though, my locals, so my local place when I went to go play Expanded the other day, they did allow that if you wanted to play Computer Search, you could play an old basic Computer Search, which is like a 3 to $5 card. Um, so especially if you're not doing official Pokemon events, yes. you know, you're just playing around, trying things out. I definitely recommend asking them. Um, if you're able to use like an old computer search and stuff and it's it's very very nice it gets this job done the card's not really different as we mentioned but yeah old computer search very old card base set is a three dollar and 51 cent card no so uh yeah it's like you could basically get a base set card uh in lightly played for like four bucks yeah Um, which is a huge difference than the 50 plus dollars that you're going to do to try to get a playable a spec computer search. But as Sean mentioned, this is a super powerful card. It's played in almost every deck, you know, item lock decks don't necessarily play computer search because you can't play items in item lock. If you're doing that just about every single game. So it's a, but again, it's a very, very good card, but another one, Sean, that I want to talk about that a lot of people were discussing moving along with V unions. We've said it a couple times on this podcast is battle compressor. Now battle compressor is an item card that allows you when you play it to search your deck for up to three cards and discard them. This is played a lot of times with things like execute, which we will get to here in a second. For those of you who don't know what that execute is, uh, energies in terms of Tapu Koko Prism Star, accelerating those lightning energies from the discard, or really anything that does stuff and interacts from the, the discard. discard. Mad yeah. Party is another good example of that. I feel like Versus Seeker is another. Yes, so Versus Seeker, which is another card that we're going to talk about here <laughs> soon. You're going to be discarding a lot of your uh, one of supporters um right away so very very good card you can get this about three dollars this was also printed in the black and white era so for an uncommon trainer card three dollars is kind of actually decently expensive this doesn't warp though like your computer searches so it's very very easy to get this card yeah um yeah great card um and like jake said like with the v unions this may get banned if they bring expanded official tournaments back We'll see. Uh, but for until that time, if you want to play V unions, this is the best format to play them in. And uh, battle compressor is the best partner that V union could ask for. 
I think in general, if you want to play expanded, like go ahead and buy a playset yeah. of this. I think if you just want to play expanded in general, whether it's a V Union deck or not, I mean, it's just so good. And you see it in so many different decks because of a lot of the other cards that we're going to be talking about here. Yeah. So I think this is a this is a very, very good staple that you'll see pretty much everywhere. Next card here, Jake, I know on your recent expanded tournament, you said, I don't have any of these, but uh, this is a great card if you need discard fodder. Uh, so a lot of other cards in the set, like Computer Search, like Ultra Ball, have you discarding cards from your hand. Sometimes you don't want to discard things from your hand. So this this Execute here is like a one or maybe a two of in a, a lot of decks. And it has a thing called Propagation, which says once during your turn, if this Pokemon is in your discard, you can put it into your hand. So basically, once this comes out onto the field, it's just a way for you to put it back in your hand so that you can discard it again with other cards so that you don't ever lose your hand to your discard abilities. Well, let me say, you never actually, there. there's like one situation where you actually want to put it on the field. So when we say like field, we're talking about like in our hand slash discard because yes. you don't want to start this thing usually. You don't want to, yeah. So very, very good card. There's so many discarding effects in the format, whether that's, you know, like research or uh, different Pokeballs. Like even if you look at standard today, you know, quick ball, yeah. you know, discards those cards. And we talked about computer search, which allows you to do or which you have to discard cards from your hand in order to use computer search. So with all of these different discarding effects, it really, really makes this card super, super useful. This was early black and white. You can actually play this card in legacy formats as well because it's so old. And this one, this has a couple different arts to it. There's also like a gold version. If you want to bling out your decks, there's like a shiny execute version of this card. But if you want the regular standard card, you can get it for five bucks, a little over five bucks per card, which is a little bit more again i think it's an uncommon so again yeah. those uncommon cards are a little bit more pricey but this is a staple this is a very very good card i i mean i i would just get this yeah and, and like we said it's probably i think most decks only run it as like a one or a two of right yeah i think usually it's a two of yeah in most decks uh so if you prize one etc but yeah and with the uh, battle compressor like we said that kind of makes the consistency of getting it into the discard early very high yeah, very, very good. And and you'll want to do a lot of different things in terms of the discarding because a deck that we're not really going to show today, but like Archie's an mm. Archie's deck. So for those of you that don't know, Archie is a supporter that says if this card is the only card in your hand, play it, put a stage two from your discard pile onto your bench. And then I think you like draw five or seven cards or something like that. You draw a bunch of cards. Very, very cool interaction. And sometimes your hand's a little awkward, maybe, you know, trying to get Archie's to be that one card left in your hand. And so execute can really help you out. You know, if you've got three cards, Archie's computer search and rescue stretcher. Yeah. Or something. And so you want to use computer search, getting that execute there can help you discard the other cards. So then Archie is the only one in your hand. But Sean, let's go back to discarding cards. What is another staple card in expanded that you will be discarding a lot to well, use? Another staple card is actually this ultra ball. And I will say 
getting your ultra balls now is also good for standard because this will be getting a reprint in standard in the coming months. Um, you know, announced in Japan, at least who knows when it comes to the U S but soon. Um, and this card is just, it's a staple throughout Pokemon history. Um, it allows you to discard two cards and search your deck for a Pokemon uh, and put it into your hand. You can get a basic with it. You can get an evolution. It's basically discard two, grab whatever Pokemon you want. Absolutely broken card. Um, so pick up whatever version you are most drawn to in terms of art. Uh, if you want to go and bling it out with the gold version, the old gold versions, go for it. There's um, multiple gold versions. There are. There is like the full art gold that we are more used to seeing. And then there's like the old school, I think, black and white era golds as well. Mm -hmm. But get whatever art you want because it's coming back to standard. You'll be able to play it in standard too. But yeah, just super awesome support in terms of consistency of decks here. Yeah. And as we mentioned, it's been reprinted several times throughout Pokemon TCG history. So I think this is the one of the cheaper trainer cards that we've got on this list. I think the cheapest one was like 25, 26 cents. Yeah. But as Sean is showing right now, there are like nine different arts. I mean, that you can do. Look how expensive this one is. The original gold Ultra Ball heavily plays are going for two hundred dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, That's absolutely silly. absurd. I do not recommend no, uh, getting those unless you just want to, unless you got the money for it. Hey, I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. But if you're like me and you want the cheapest stuff, the 25 cent one is the one that you're going to want. But another card that you're going to want, honestly, this is one of the best supporters I feel like in the game personally and a supporter that I really, really want to come back is N. Now, N is a supporter card that's been printed a couple times in the Pokemon trading card game, mainly during the like late black and white, early X and Y eras, where it is like a huge comeback card. So if you're down in the game, maybe you're a little bit behind, N can help you uh, kind of reverse the state of the game in terms of giving you back some momentum. What it is, is each player shuffles his or her hand in their deck, and then they draw cards for each of their prize cards remaining. So if Sean and I are playing, I have six car. I have six prizes. He has four prizes left. I'm going to play and I'm going to draw six cards. Sean is going to draw four cards. So yeah. So very, very good. You'll see this is probably one of the supporters that you see in pretty much every single deck, because, again, it's just it's super good. It's a super good comeback card. It's a great draw supporter card. Um, it, it, I, I love I love playing it and I wish it was back. I would say what I like about this card in the standard format now, obviously, we've lost reset stamp. So there's not like Marnie is the only form of hand disruption. And that's like minimal. Because, like, yeah, you're leaving them with four, and then they'll draw the top, and they won't be able to draw into what they put on the bottom, right? But, you know, five cards is still quite a lot for somebody to draw if you're really trying to come back. So as a mm -hmm. comeback mechanic, Marnie is bad. And as a mid-to-early game mechanic, Marnie just sucks because you're just like, you can get Marnied and then have less cards, and it's just... So this, I think, is a more fair version of Marnie on both ends of the spectrum, because it also allows you to draw potentially draw into the cards that you shuffled back in um, as the opponent, you know? So I, I, I like this card a lot. And um, I think your prediction that N might be getting a reprint, uh, put a pin in that one. I, I feel like 
if ever there was a time to reprint N, um, it will be soon now that Marnie is less than a year from rotating. Mm-hmm. And no. there's no other like comeback card that we've no. mentioned in terms of a supporter or whatever coming back. If you want N, there's several different versions of N in terms of arts, including two full arts, one from Noble Victories, which is freaking expensive. And then another one that was a promo in the X and Y era, which is actually fairly cheap. I think it's like $15 or something like that. But if you want regular ends, just low rarity ends, you can get them for like a dollar a piece. And yep. you're only probably going to run like two maybe three in a deck because of another card that we're going to get to here soon before we move away from the staples. But Sean, what's the next one that you got on here for oh, us? The next one is the, uh, the gust gust supporter. That was the, the key when I, you and I first started playing, which was Guzma switch. One of your benched with, uh, switch one of your opponents benched with their active. If you do switch your active with, one of your bench. So it's basically escape rope, but you get to choose what, you know, Pokemon they're bringing up as a supporter. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this one makes for a lot of really cool plays. I remember when I started playing, I was running Picaram when it first came out with the Tapu Koko that could transfer energy. So like in one turn, I remember having like all this energy, my opponents like, I don't know if there's anything you could do. And I'm like, slap the Tapu Koko down. Guzma, move all the energy, blow their thing up, win the game. Super explosive, really cool supporter. And honestly, a little bit more fun. Like Boss, it's a Gus card. It's it's kind of like Guzma without the secondary switch mechanic. Mm -hmm. um, and I, just, I think it's a more fun version of Boss, to be honest. I think it's a more fun version of boss too, because you get more uh, combinations yeah. or like combo moves as well, because not only do you, like you said, you know, you bring up one of your supporter or one of your opponent's Pokemon like boss, but you also have to now work with your Pokemon as well. Um, trying to get them to move. So you got to be able to either like rotate a Pokemon or be in a situation where your attacker now becomes in the active and things like that. So it, it's a little bit more, what am I trying to say? It's, I mean, it just, it's more dynamic. Yes. Just straight up. It's more dynamic. And if Pokemon were to print more mechanics that like, if this Pokemon was on the bench X or, you know, which there are a few of those cards right now, like Galarian uh, Surfetched is a good example of that. Right. So mm -hmm. it's good. Could be a really interesting uh, card. I don't know if they're going to reprint Guzma anytime soon. I but, don't think so, since they have escape yeah. rope in the format. Yeah, but you know, in in um, uh, expanded, great supporter. It's thirty eight cents on this TCG player near mint listing. I think it's only been printed in uh, Burning Shadows, which is the regular art, and then there's two full arts. There's a full art from Burning Shadows, and then there's one from Hidden Fates, which is my preferred Guzma, in my opinion, with the hands pointing behind the back and the red X on the yeah. Team Guzma logo. Absolutely sick card. The Hidden Fates full arts are just yeah, mm, chef's I, kiss. I will say, of all the full art supporters in Expanded, stuff like that, like, 16 bucks, it's expensive, but if you're only running two Guzmas in a deck and you really want to bling it out, this is maybe one of the better ways to bling out an expanded deck. Really cool card and generally not so crazy comparatively for full art supporters and expanded. 
I mean, think about this. Lysia, which is a card that is not played really ever. It's an expanded card from Celestial Storm. A year ago, it was like 30 bucks, but I ended up getting it when I traded a bunch of my store credit stuff the other day. It's $133 now. Yeah. Yeah. These luckily these are they're not they don't get that waifu tax. So you can bling out your deck with some of these supporters and not be taxed for it. Yeah, they haven't really they haven't really jumped in price yet for any collectors out yeah. there. But a card that I think that you need to add to your collection, Sean, if you especially if you like league promos, is Field Blower. Now, Field Blower is a very, very good card. It gets rid of stadiums and uh, tool cards off of the field up to two of them at once and very very good because a card that you're going to see a lot of probably in the expanded format is garbotoxin garbador which if you don't know what that is it is a stage one garboder that it has an ability if it has a tool attached to it no pokemon in play have abilities (laughs) takes away all the abilities on the field can really really hurt your opponent abilities in the hand abilities on the field abilities in the discard so you can't propagate your eggs you can't crowbat you can't whatever you can't top deck lombre put it on the bench if you're trying to do that and expand it i guess but it takes away all those different things and then also it just takes away a lot of other things as well you know if you don't have a counter to a stadium that's been put on the field you know something like chaotic swell if it's played, you can get rid of that without having to use one of your stadiums and immediately discard it. Um, Muscle Band, Fighting Fury Bell, which is another good card, a tool card in there. Float Stones are very, very popular as well. It's not on our list of staples, but I highly recommend getting some Float Stones because those are good cards as well. But Field Blower, very, very cheap. Usually, at most, you run two in a deck you usually always play one unless you're an item lock deck then again you're not playing items so don't worry about it but very very good card again very very cheap as well 25 cents guardians rising uncommon and uh there's a leak promo too out there that's very very good i like the leak promos a lot yeah yeah i mean like you know jake and i have gone on and on about tool scrapper and this is just basically better tool scrapper Yes, it's tool. It's tool scrapper plus because you also get stadium. So it's scrapper. Yeah. Uh, Next card on our list. We've mentioned this a few times now, which is versus seeker. Put a supporter card from your discard pile into your hand. Obviously, if you remember battle compressor, you're putting any three cards in your discard. So all of a sudden you have a way to search any of those supporters that are in your discard with an item card. So just an absolutely broken combo between Battle Compressor and Versus Seeker. I think those two cards in most decks are a four of. Um, mm-hmm. So just because the consistency is insane in, in Expanded. So yeah, get four of these. They're expensive um, the same way that Battle Compressor is. But for as long as this card is in Expanded, you will play three to four of them in a deck probably. So yeah. Yeah, very, very good card. It's it's this card that allows you to play a lot of like one of supporters. So if you look at a lot of expanded lists like we'll look at later, it's very, very different than the standard format to where like, you know, you may only have like four draw supporters. You know, you're not playing four research for Barney for Cynthia for N, you know, stuff like that. You're playing like two research, one N, one other draw supporter things like that and again because of like battle compressor and versus seeker synergy 
it provides very, very good and consistent things that you can put other slots in to help out with different matchups or to help make more broken combos with your own deck, especially maybe if you're a counter box deck, you can add another uh, counter in that deck and $4 again. Again, very, very good card. Uncommon from the black and white era, I believe. So older card, too. So getting these near mint can help you out. But if you want to get a little bit cheaper, you can go into like lightly played or moderately played. Yes. Uh, But now we're going to be getting into the Pokemon portion. The final couple cards that we got are Pokemon. Some of you may remember Dedenne GX. Beautiful chonker card. For those of you watching on YouTube, I have given Sean the link to the promo (laughs) Dedenne. The chonker big face smushed on the card Dedenne because it's actually the cheapest version of Dedenne. If you don't know what Dedenne GX is, because maybe you're very, very new to the game, or maybe you've taken a break for a while and maybe missed out on this, Dedenne change is the ability on Dedenne GX. Once during your turn, you may play Dedenne from your hand, and if you play Dedenne GX from your hand to your bench, you can discard your hand and draw six cards. Very, very good. Absolutely a staple when it was in standard during its time, played in just about every single deck, even when ADP was running amok and it was the best deck in format. And even in expanded, you know, draw is so good and expanded. And you can get so aggressive with the different types of draw that you can do. Dedenne is one of those cards that can help you out a lot with that aggression, especially if you're playing with a deck like Tapu Coco Prism Star that utilizes that easy way to get energies in the discard, all that jazz and just a very, very good supporter Pokemon that I think is just going to be good throughout its time unless it's banned. I don't know. I mean, like Shaman got the ban, right? Yeah, Shaman got the ban, but that was because it could be comboed with scoop up net. Yes. And also because Shaman didn't have the once per turn limit. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, to your point, Jake, like as long I think this will always be an expanded for as long as GXs are allowed because it has that regulation. It has that aspect of once per turn written onto the card. But yeah, you get one or two of these and you're set for every deck and expanded. Um Another card I'm going to actually hop to is the Crobat, which is sort of the opposite end of the spectrum that replaced Shaman, which mm-hmm. is play it from your hand onto the bench. You can draw until you have six cards in your hand. So if you have a hand of zero, you draw six, or you just draw up to six, right? Also, only once per turn. So really, Dedenne, Crobat are those like bench sitters uh, that if you were playing in standard format, even six months ago, you would have had both of these in your deck already. So, you know, that is sort of your standard bench sitter uh, engine, draw engine and expanded as well. Both of these, both Dedenne and Crobat are about three to four dollars in terms of its cheapest option. There are different arts of Crobat. If you don't remember, both Crobat and Dedenne got the special arts in the trainer's toolkit. So very, very cool. Um, relatively cheap options all around though, if you want the regular arts or maybe some alternate arts and things like that. So, or a shiny version, at least of Crobat. I don't think the Dene GX got a shiny version. It did not, but it does have the alternate art. So it's fine. Anyways, but if you remember me earlier talking about supporters and how you have less supporters, Index and expanded format than you would in uh, standard. 
Tapu Lele GX, probably, in my opinion, one of the best cards, probably, I would say, top 10 or 15 best cards ever printed in the Pokemon trading card game. You may have heard of Tapu Lele GX because it is in Pokemon Celebrations, one of these Celebrations card that you can actually play in Expanded Fun Fact, Sean, if you want to get some different options on cards. But Tapu Lele GX, for anyone who doesn't know, is a support Pokemon base with an ability called Wonder Tag. So once during your turn, if you put Tapu Lele GX from your hand onto your bench, you can grab any supporter card out of your deck so maybe your deck doesn't have necessarily a lot of draw power you know you're playing a lot of one of supporters maybe like a couple two supporters tapu lele is a super easy way it's another set of outs to be able to grab a supporter and research or n or whatever you want to do in playing a very very good pokemon and especially in standard you know especially if you're also playing a double colorless deck as well or a deck that accelerates energy energy drive could be an option for you to attack it does 20 times the amount of energy attached to both active pokemon on the field and at least during its time in standard that was used in a viable option a lot especially when you're talking about countering decks that are weak to psychic pokemon like uh buzzwool i believe buzzwool gx was weak to psychic pokemon so tapu lele was a way to counter that especially if you're playing double colorless energy and things like that so very very good card one of my favorite cards in my opinion it has a couple different arts it has an alternate art um of the gx i think it was a promo card it has the original one that came out in guardians rising it has a gold card of hidden fates which is absolutely beautiful not i mean 28 dollars for the gold card is not actually that bad for the gold cards being like the best in my opinion gold tapu out of hidden fates but um also being in the 25th anniversary as well which is actually more expensive than the regular so i would recommend buying the regular which is about seven and a half dollars yeah if you want and you're not gonna play too many of these i think the most that you're gonna play is two of in a deck so pretty good pretty good card in my opinion yeah, uh, I mean, I think that's kind of like the, you know, outside of Versus Seeker and um, <clears throat> Battle Compressor, everything, most things in Standard, you're rarely sitting on a four of, and Ultra Ball maybe is a four of, mm. but yeah, like some of the item cards you might have as four ofs, but everything else, that's the weird thing about Standard, you really are running two ofs most of the time, uh, just because there's so much consistency, search, discard synergy, all that stuff, where... You know, you can kind of mix and match the things based on what you can get, what you can afford. So it doesn't feel like um, you have to necessarily go out there and overspend on some of these cards. But um, and don't get me wrong. This list that we have, at least for staples, is not a comprehensive like all like 100 percent take it and leave it list like these are the cards and that's it there are so many good cards and expanded but we would be here for four hours if we talked about all the different cards like trainer's mail is a really good card that we didn't talk about octillery is another really good card orangaroo is another really good card but those sean and i felt when we were thinking about the staples earlier today we felt that those were the good ones that you should definitely definitely look out for but now for the last part of the pod we're going to stay on the top of expanded and we're going to talk about some lists 
So I've been searching around a lot on Twitter and I've been watching a lot of streams and watching videos about Expanded and trying to find out maybe the talk of the town. What's being played in Expanded? What are people enjoying right now? What are some decks that maybe a lot of people can build? So yeah, uh, Sean, do you want to maybe gloss over a couple of them? Uh, I know we're running long on this oof, podcast right now. Very, very we talked long. a lot about the original <laughs> topic, the first we topics, did. a lot more than I thought. Yeah, we did. Um, let me pull it up real quick. Um, Jake, why don't you go into these? Because you know the expanded meta way better than I do. So this first one that we got, this is one that I saw played by Stefan Ivanov, I think is kind of the original creator of this list. There's been several different iterations of it since but adp dragonite so rcs dialgopalkia gx very very good card for anyone who doesn't know that double colorless or i'm sorry double dragon energy is a huge thing you just attach a double dragon energy to your rcs dialgopalkia and boom you can alter creation turn one if you win the coin flip and go second and especially with Dragonite GX having that second attack that does 250 damage. You can do a ton of damage very, very, very quickly with this deck. It has a lot of other different options as well, like Vika Volt with the item lock. Item lock is just good because especially in expanded, you know, you look at this list right now, two junipers, one N. Those are literally all your draw supporters that you have. So especially like Sean said, you know, versus seeker is a four of in this specific list. You've got other things like trainer's mail, tag call. Things like that. You can turn off a lot of momentum on your opponent if you do a little bit of item locking. And so this kind of runs a lot like the Garatina per se, where you're pairing Tapu Koko and Lightning Energies with these Pokemon that have kind of a three energy cost. So you can attach that double dragon to get two of any color energies that you want. And then you can use Tapu Koko to accelerate. So honestly, you could even do that 250 on the Dragonite V turn two going second and just wipe out literally whatever is on the field or you can like uh do an ultimate ray if you want on the rcs dialgopalkia and things like that so a lot a lot of great stuff in this deck very very good has a lot of different options as well sean yeah uh i guess the next deck this would be what you consider this like item lock uh, egg route. So this is kind of like a counter deck. So this is what I was playing the other day. So I added this on this list. This is probably, I would say one of the, the I mean, an iteration of this was won by JW Crew All or Flex Addy Righteous at uh, one of the final expanded regionals of, you know, the play Pokemon before the pandemic. But basically you use Rowlet and Alolan Executor in this list to use super growth. Super growth, if you don't know, you don't need any energy attached to your Executor, but you can go from a basic grass Pokemon all the way up to a stage two on your second turn of the game. So you try to go second with this list. You know, you get different things depending on the matchup. You know, if you have a opponent that uses a ton of items, you can go straight into irritating pollen vile plume, which is a vile plume with the ability each player can't play trait or item cards. You go into the uh, 
I can't remember what the other one is, but it's a uh, Burning Shadows or Crimson Invasion Vile Plume that has an ability to where your opponent's basic Pokemon can't even attack. So that's a very, very good card as well, since Expanded is very fast-paced, very, very quick. A lot of these decks that we're showing are basic Pokemon attackers, and so if you have a Pokemon that literally says your basic Pokemon cannot even announce an attack... That's a pretty big deal, and it's a pretty good wall situation. A lot of Vs, a lot of GXs running around because those are powerful. Decidueye, you can grow into one of the Decidueyes from, uh, what was the first set? Darkness Ablaze? Yes, Darkness Ablaze. think it got a Champion's Path re reprint as well. You can wall off all V and GX Pokemon, another really, really good option. And this is going to have a lot more supporters than any other deck because you're not playing items because very often you're going to go into your item lock vile plume in a lot of different matchups. And so that's why you only see in terms of item cards, four tag calls, one computer search and one stealthy hood. That is literally all the item cards in this deck. And there's a lot of different supporters that I give you a lot of different strategies, trapping Pokemon, decking out your opponents. You know, you can win this game by decking out your opponent or you can win this game by taking six prizes. It's really your choice, just depending on what the matchup is and things like that. This deck and a lot of other control stall type decks, wall type decks will utilize Lusamine. Lusamine recently got unbanned. Supporter card, one of my favorite supporters. Um, a lot of people want this card to be rebanned, but basically what it is is you can put any two combination of either supporter or stadium card from your discard pile back into your head. Very, very good. Love Lusamine. Very dear card to me from standard and now in expanded and man, just great. But this is uh, you get a lot of cheese wins with this deck because opponents just literally don't have an out to one of your walls. So oh my. that's. That's pretty good. Um, I I want to talk more about this, but I, I also, I'm just going to be the time police. I don't want this to be a two-hour pod, Jake. <laughs> We're getting close. There are a couple. Sean, could you actually, yes. in like the show description, um, I will, I will the add the link YouTube, to this. Uh, I'll put it in the YouTube description. Can you put this link? Because I've, yes. I've, I put all of these lists on Imgur. Um, there's Pikachu V Union on there. There's Turbo Dark. There's Volcarona V, which I think the Sableyes were first talking about. Zacian V Union. Some cool decks that you can maybe try out. Can you put this link in the show notes or the uh, 100%? The whatchamacallit? Yes, I will put the link. Uh, as part of the podcast, wherever you're listening to it, you'll see the link to this list. It'll have both the list that uh, we talked about and then a few more just to get you started if you're looking to play Expanded. Yeah, uh, some good, some good, fun expanded decks, and hopefully you have a little bit of fun. I recommend trying it. It's a good break from standard, and yeah, um, it it it's a good refresher, I would say. But you know what else is a good refresher, Sean? Doing this podcast every single week with you, it's a great time. I love it. Look forward to it every single week, Sean. I'm sorry for holding you up today. <laughs> no, you're I not just, holding me up. I'm just, just like uh, we we uh, it, we got to keep the podcast to a certain length within a yeah. range we really i mean i really thought that this was going to be like a 50 minute podcast because i was looking at this stuff and i was like man you know the vmax climax i was like <laughs> man i'm looking for stuff to talk about you know we haven't actually talked about this even though it was a couple weeks ago like we should we should throw yeah. this in there to add some time and but sean you and i just love talking about pokemon i know i know the expanded talk was a uh, that was exciting too so 
it got to we got some good stuff in yeah. there. The stables are what I like about it. I think that's a good good start to it. But anyways, thank you so much for listening to the Metapod, the Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. If you like the podcast, whether it's your first time here, your eight thousandth time here, even though this is the sixty eighth episode, I think, yeah, or whatever it is. Leave a review on your podcasting platform or on YouTube. Drop a comment as well, talking about what you love about the podcast, what you think we should improve on, some topics that we should discuss in the future. Because especially like this week, when there's not a ton of Pokemon news. We would love to kind of get into these situations like this where maybe you all have questions and we can uh, we can dive into a little bit and give you some insight or ideas or things like that. We will be in the works of doing an expanded tournament sean and i are in the very 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 early stages like literally yeah. just talked about it today of potentially doing another metapod tournament of expanded because we have yet to do one expanded and so later this week if you're not following us on twitter at metapod tcg i will sean and i will be posting a tweet that says what cards do you want to see banned and expanded right now in the tournament is going to ban some of those cards. We whatever we feel yeah. like is the most popular or whatever, what people want to see banned. Because we don't just want this to be a regular tournament, right? You no. could do any of those on Play Limitless. We want this to be special. <laughs> and yeah. with that, have a great rest of the day. Have a great rest of the week. And we will see you on the next podcast episode that revolves around the evolving meta. Bye.